Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, April 23rd, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman, and who will come live a life devoted to chastity, abstinence, and a flavorless mush I call root marm? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I always laughed at root marm. Uh, my name is Casey Lyons, and she's totally gross over 90% of her body. The other 10% is crazy nasty. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and people say I eat too many chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> or that I don't wash my face. <laughs> my brother say I will grow out of it, but I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I love that you use that. <laughs> we were talking about it recently. Oh, amazing. Oh, best commercial. <laughs> yeah. Mm, chocolate bars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it racist to do a French-Canadian accent? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> uh, we I always have... thought it was French-Canadian. I'm not sure. I think it is. It's a uh, Canadian it commercial. made up to That's me. for sure. <laughs> All of our American <laughs> listeners just clicked off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this reference. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, wow, they're getting pretty judgy these days. It's one reference, America. <laughs> Relax. Um, we have tons of stuff to talk about. We're going to play some film roulette later. Two of us saw Transcendence, the new film with Johnny Depp, and one of us stayed at home and watched The Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War, a.k.a. Maybe. Beyond Cyberspace. Beyonce's. Um, Beyonce's space. <laughs> we're going to talk about a little bit of Ringo Starr, <laughs> and then we're going to roll for the movies that we will be seeing next week, and we're going to play some TV Dad Cage Match, as well as catch uh, stop in on some 90210 Yeah Relay, mm-hmm. Where we are watching all of the episodes of 90210 from the 1990s. Is the 90. first one starting in 1990? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're reviewing them. So, yeah. giving them the old rundown. <laughs> so, that's going to be fun. Yes. Uh, stick around for that. And off the top, let's talk about some stuff. Let's rap. Yeah. Let's, let's have a rap sesh. Let's have a sesh, guys. <laughs> um, uh, house cleaning off the top. Please go to modernsuperior.com and enter our Only Lovers Left Alive contest. If you live in Toronto or Vancouver in Canada, you can go send us an email and you may win two tickets to see it while it's uh, in theaters. It's a run of engagement pass. So as long as it's in theaters uh, in Toronto or Vancouver, you will be able to check it out. And uh, that movie looks awesome. So modernsuperior.com, check mm-hmm. that out. Hell yeah. Um, I have a movie to talk about, but I think I'll wait until after we talk about a film. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Um, a film. 
last week. You yeah. you may remember there's some references about us recording on Monday, yeah, which is odd for us, uh-huh. but we did it because we wanted to go see Sorcerer. Yes, the new the uh, new restoration of William Friedkin's film, right from '77. Yep. Uh, you guys have never seen it before. No, uh, no, this is my first time. Yeah, I was like, we gotta go see it because I saw it. Um, I downloaded it a long time ago, and it was a rip of the DVD or the VHS. So it was full frame, shitty pan and scan. But even then, I was like, I love this movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I said this coming out of the theater, and the more and more I think about it, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I absolutely. I have not been able to stop thinking about it. No, in many ways. Yeah. Like, like it's a fucking badass action movie kind of yeah. sometimes sort of it gets to it uh, yeah. yeah yeah exactly but it's this fucking yeah. fully measured uh like kind of character study to begin with like yeah. to set up all the characters to get them to the place uh, i don't know do we want to do a synopsis well I, it's, it's i a, think the less people know about the movie before watching it is almost yeah. the better what, I, yeah. I, I i didn't really know much yeah no what, I, what uh, you know about it from the things people have said or the or the synopsis is that it's about a bunch of men who are transferring some dynamite that is sweating nitroglycerin yeah. through the jungle, and they're in yeah. in these tanks, and it's kind of very uh, dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Sorcerer uh, is uh, considered now uh, by many critics to be the the la- one of the last true classics of the new Hollywood era mm-hmm. of uh, American filmmaking. Yeah, uh, it was in a hand. It's kind of part of the end too because it came out the same day as star wars which kind of signaled the Sign- yeah yeah studios were taking more control again aiming towards blockbuster instead of auteurs and uh but there's a handful of movies made by big name artistic yeah. directors that fucked up there was this which went went way over budget and ended up costing Days like of 21 million dollars did not make that back uh, twenty one million was a lot in nineteen seventy seven. Uh, Scorsese's New York, New York. Yeah. Uh, Coppola's uh, One from the Heart. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All these were just like massive. Kimono's uh, is it Days of Gates? Is it Days or Gates of Heaven? Uh, Heaven, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Cimino. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. All of these like, like, just blew it with uh, making their money back, and that and with, then with the big success. Star Wars and Jaws a couple of years before that that's this was a big turning of the tide yeah it started pretty much in 1977 totally mm-hmm. there were still it, movies that you, would, you there are movies that you would uh, have under the uh, umbrella of New Hollywood that would come after this but this is the last like this is the real shit yeah and, well yeah again like absolutely Casey's right like I came out thinking this and I still think it a week later like one of the best movies I've ever seen yep. yeah definitely it just it like it's haunting in some ways mesmerizing too and it's one of the first scores from tangerine dream or the first is the first it is eh? yeah yeah it's so good yeah oh fuck like and fucking the acting across the board like uh uh i don't know who i don't remember the characters yeah yeah uh or the foreign actors i'm not up on names i don't have anything open in front of me but roy scheider is the roy scheider's amazing like everybody is is fucking just top notch yeah and yeah. just the pacing of this movie and the build up of tension and uh a delivery on those scenes when they when they set up a uh an obstacle for the characters to overcome and how it's carried out is just fucking captivating. Yeah. It's uh it's somewhat slow moving and mesmerizing, other times fast. It's really it was such a it's such a ride of a movie that that, that that changes gears so often, but never feels nothing ever feels out of place. It, it all falls in nicely, and there's a wonderful the, 
poeticism to what's going on with the characters, the yeah. dialogue that is spoken, and the meaning behind it. It shouldn't be surprising because I'm a stupid person, but uh, there, like, there's moments like you're so drawn into the movie mm-hmm. where I just like I felt like the theater was going to explode. Oh, like <laughs> it, like one one faulty bridge and like the my fucking whole face was going to blow off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the the tension, like you're it, it, the movie just fully draws you in. Yep. Yeah. Oh, in in, in such a way that, like, because the first, like, 20 minutes aren't even in English and it's yeah, yeah. you almost don't know what's going on. I mean, people walked out of this thing when it came out because they thought they were in the wrong theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and but when when that. Kinda, what the? Yeah. <laughs> when when that sort what's of. What's this Frenchman? Yeah. But when, when the sort of setup of all the different people starts to, like, click into place, you're like, holy shit. Like, it really works. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is definitely one of my favorite movies. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. And Roy Scheider's still great in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really something special. And it just came out on Blu-ray. So yeah. uh, I bought it today. Did you? Hey, yeah. I went online. Good I was boy. like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. holy shit. <laughs> you went online and you were like, bye. bye. And then my computer That's... was like, I'm sorry. I don't understand you. <laughs> Please type in the word. And then bye. I was like, oh, talking computer. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can talk, how come you can't understand me? And it was like, got to go. Computer. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go get it. Don't Watch this the movie. keyboard upside down. I strongly, strongly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, go it is get so good Seek for sure. I actually uh, watched uh, the other night. Uh, I-, I watched The Exorcist again because nice. I was just. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you, you were. Fr- I, can't, I can't use. Out? I was freed out. I used that joke before we started, yeah. and, and I really shouldn't have. I should <laughs> no, have saved, saved it because it's so good. Yeah. Oh, before you get into that, can we just just for anyone who's like sort of casually listening, didn't bother to look it up. The movie's called Sorcerer, but it has nothing to do with sorcery. No. No. At all. <laughs> no. One of the trucks is named Sorcerer in the yeah. movie, and that's it. That is it. And you only kind of see that. Yeah. yeah. There, if you go to the Wikipedia, they do talk a little bit about the explanation behind it and stuff. Yeah. And it makes sense, but, I mean, like I said, a lot of people went to this movie seeing the word Sorcerer and expecting a magical flight of fantasy and being <laughs> like, no, this is the bleakest movie no, ever. I'm yes. sad. Yeah, yeah. It's about the, the the idea that Friedkin went with with the name sorcerer, and I, the idea was the sorcery being like an evil force of magic, and it and its main cause in this film being the circle of fate. Yeah, so that's why it's called sorcerer. No yeah. hats, no yeah. wizard sleeves. Basically, William Friedkin <laughs> thought the word sorcerer was cool, and he came up with some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, totally to uh, to justify yeah. calling a movie that. That looked real cool written on a truck. Yeah, <laughs> and also fate and time. No, I'm just Mr. Friedkin, we can't call the movie Trucks <laughs> with an exclamation point. We just can't. What about magic trucks? <laughs> no, no, Mr. Friedkin. No, no. The trucks aren't magic, Mr. Friedkin. <laughs> yeah, they'd be magic if there was a sorcerer. Oh, sorcerer. <laughs> I, uh, Mr. Friedkin, boom trucks, still no go. No go. Dino trucks, no. no. <laughs> sorcerer, oh, fine. fine. Whatever. Go with it. Yep. Um, I also made it out to the theater this this week. Oh no, Casey, you want to talk about yeah, Exorcist? Uh, you want Exorcist? Oh no, I was just gonna say yeah. I watched the uh, uh, the Exorcist because you need something that good after watching. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I was freaking yeah. out, and uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's that that style of filmmaking where he just bothers to let you care about the characters at, yeah. the, at yeah, the beginning yeah, yeah. in in as much time as it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Casey's, I'm sorry. Casey's eyes just rolled to the back of his head. Uh, I think he's I think he's possessed. Yeah, but I shit. Piece he's possessed soup. by Friedkin. Uh, <laughs> he's come back to rename the film Friedkin Sorcerer. Out. Ah, Friedkin out. 
Um, no, we just recorded uh, Time Bet. We just recorded our other uh, podcast as yeah. well. So I'm uh, punchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I was just I was just amazed at at, uh, at how it, it was that. Like, I mean, you spend time with uh, with a mother and daughter and get get a sense of their relationship yeah. before yeah, yeah. before Satan shows up. Totally. <laughs> Am I right, folks? What a yeah. dick! Oh God, yeah. get out of there! And man. and they did uh, they did do the year that that movie was up for best picture on the do-over quick right. plug and they do talk about that on that podcast so mm. go to modernsuperior.com and, and check out the do-over because they did have an interesting conversation about how Ma- matthew price from mama was talking about how like you even if you've never seen the movie and you know sort of like the touch tones uh like kind of memorable moments moments from that film mm-hmm. and then you put it on as someone who's never seen it and you're like is this an adventure film he was he, he goes on to say like it's so big at the beginning and and, and you know you're not in america and yeah and it's kind of like, what am I in for? It's almost like Indiana Jones for a minute. They're like digging things up. And you're yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I was going to railroad you before. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm really excited. I did get to go to the theater to not see the movie that we saw this week, Transcendence. Uh-huh. I went and saw Oculus. Oh, how yeah. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, okay. Oculus is a horror film. Um, this is from the director that did a movie called Absentia that played at the After Dark Film Festival that I did not very much like, even though it got heaps of praise. Uh-huh. Um, but this movie is definitely far and away better than that film. Um, stylistically, in terms of like the kind of sort of ghosts and, and supernatural stuff that this movie's playing with, it's, it's not that different from things that you've seen before. Um but it's executed and structured in such a clever way because the movie is about a, a brother and a sister who, when they were kids, uh, started dealing with this weird mirror that was brought into their house. That's kind of like a haunted mirror. It's kind of it's kind of a goofy setup, but it's ec- it's executed so well. So like the mirror sort of makes the people in the house go crazy, and then and they have this traumatic experience with their mom and dad, where the dad sort of starts uh, holding the mom uh, in in the bedroom and sort of torturing her in, in a weird way, and she's kind of going crazy, and they're experiencing experiencing it as children. And he gets sent to a uh, sort of like a mental hospital, and she doesn't. And then so the movie takes place now. They've met up again, and it's kind of like we need to we need to do what we said we were going to do as kids and, and get rid of this 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 uh, this mirror. Right. And and the, what the movie does so subtly, and not, and this doesn't really ruin it. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but the, the the movie is sort of playing with the two timelines in the sense that like it's not revealing everything at the beginning of the movie about what they experienced as kids. You see it as you go. And you're seeing them sort of meeting up again as you go. And the movie, the more it goes on, sort of the more it plays with the blurred line between the past and the present. And and it's just executed in such a engrossing, interesting way that it doesn't really matter that, you know, it's not a brilliant script. But it's edited brilliantly and it pulls you through and it's really crazy and it's really interesting. And it's it's definitely far and away better than most horror movies that land in theaters awesome. these days. Like I I really had a good time watching. Yeah, it. I really it's not perfect. It. That trailer but... really caught my attention. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just want to see someone eat a light bulb. Yeah, and and <laughs> and that's the thing in the trailer. I was like, well, that's stupid. But then <laughs> yeah. like when you see it in the movie, <laughs> it's stupid. played well because because it's kind of like, is this happening? Is it not? Sort right. of. So yeah, it's, yeah. it works. Right. Sweet. Um, definitely go check that out in theaters. It's a cool cool movie. Um, I enjoyed my time. Yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. Very good. So go see the movie Delicious Light Bulbs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky Mirror. Yeah. Spooky Mirror, Delicious Light Bulbs. Yeah. Very nice. Mr. Friedkin, this isn't even your movie. You can't, <laughs> you can't just name movies. 
Stop showing up at pitch meetings and saying movie titles. When you give me a Blu-ray of Sorcerer, I'll stop naming movies for you. Fine, we'll put it out. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and another house cleaning thing. We made it uh, to the front page of iTunes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we did. How Not, did we do that? I don't know. By being great. Yeah. Oh, so wonderful. if you go on iTunes right now and scroll down, and they, they have these little featured uh, squares where yeah. we are being featured. And yeah. mm-hmm. not in the new and notable. It's not in the specific thing. It's just here's our podcast it's section. Just, here are some of the best podcasts ever, ever been made. <laughs> and and they've they've uh, put us above you talking you two to me with Scott Hockerman and you uh, talking uh, you two to me. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is crazy. We're above them. Yeah. yeah. So if you've come I, in to listen to us based on that, congratulations. Uh, yeah, you made you the right choice. Really chosen well. <laughs> yeah, you're a good person. No, thank you to uh, all of our listeners because I imagine it has something to do with the fact like that uh, our, our listenership went up a little. Yeah. So I think the more people that are listening, the more uh, good it does through iTunes right. yeah. yeah rate and review and, and all society. that stuff yeah, yeah. the yeah, more yeah. good yeah. it does for society yeah. yeah so yeah thanks to everyone that's been listening do your yeah. part what else yeah. guys did you guys have some stuff uh oh. no no oh okay Listen. I have one more thing um I just wanted to mention on our last episode uh, this is another quick house cleaning thing. We got uh, some comments on the last episode, and uh-huh. I wanted to do a shout out to a okay. listener oh, yeah. um, on our Facebook post for the previous episode. Matt, uh, and I'm gonna—I feel like I'm gonna ruin his name. It looks like uh, Rickenbacker. All right. I don't know if that ruined it, but no, no, no just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin gonna his ruin name it. forever. He's like, I gotta change it. You can't actually wear it out. <laughs> <laughs> ruin your good name, sir. Um, he mentioned that uh, he was getting up for work and he was sad. Uh, oh, right. And uh, oh, didn't that. know if life had meaning anymore, but then he remembered <laughs> it was Wednesday yeah. and that he had a new episode to listen to. And uh, then we had a little back and forth about what's going on in Toronto. He's going to visit Toronto and see yeah. some movies. So that w- that made we my week. We told him to go to the Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made my week. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was really sweet. I read that, mm-hmm. too, and I um, thought it was nice. Yeah, yes. really awesome. Thank you for listening, Matt. Uh, glad that we could brighten your Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I saw some stuff this week. Sweet. I, 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 I have a lot of stuff to run through. Most of it's really stupid, but I need help with you okay. guys on a couple of things. I just need some to uh, talk to somebody about it. All right. Anyway, no dice. Uh, You're on your own. I saw, okay, a couple of movies really fast. Uh, I saw Men in Black 3. Okay. I oh, did. yeah. That Casey movie, had to see that. Yeah, 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 that movie was bad. Yeah. It, well, I found it was neither good nor bad. It was I like be- Michael Stolbarg in it. Better than part two. Yeah, I did like him too. Hmm. And Josh Brolin's impersonation of Tommy Lee Jones is like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then the movie was over. And so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what... That's not really a movie. No. Uh, Then, last night, I couldn't fall asleep. So, I was like, I I really like... I'm I'm a sci-fi fantasy guy. I'm like, I want some kind of quiet space movie. So, I put on Mission to Mars. Ooh, I have not seen that since it came out. Oh, I've never seen it before. Yeah. uh, Which one's Mission to Mars? Is that with Don Cheadle? Yeah. Yes. And Tim Robbins. Gary Wasn't there one that came... The Core, didn't that come out around the same time? The Core is not about Mars. No. That's not about Mars. No. The other... The Core of the Earth. Yes. What am I thinking You're thinking of of Red Planet with Val Kilmer. Red Planet. Red Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Val Kilmer. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. I get Val Kilmer and Stanley Tucci yeah. mixed up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mission, Mission to Mars is De Palma, good, right? Yeah, good lord, that's a bad. It's movie. awful. Unre- I couldn't believe it. It's it's poorly shot. It's poorly written. It's poorly edited. The story is retarded. Yeah. <laughs> like I, everything that kept was going on constantly. I was I ended up watching the whole thing. I was trying to fall asleep, but I was just so mystified with how bad yeah. it was that I couldn't. I, mean, I saw the whole thing. It's awful. Ended, and then the ended, ending, like, oh. it's like they go and see an alien, and they're like chatting with it or something. Like it gets really yeah, stupid. Fly right? away with us in the space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
No good. Now I want to see it. Yeah. Well, you know, it is sort of captivating to see how. Ah, man. It's a, uh, yeah. Anyway, so beyond that, uh, I saw a couple of things or read a couple of things this week that I wanted to talk about you guys with, uh, or talk about with you guys. You I also t- recorded two podcasts today. Yeah. yeah. Very tired. <laughs> okay. First thing, I think we've all heard something about this, but I just want to just, just, just for <laughs> sake of mentioning it, uh, rapper Christ Bearer yeah. in the group North Star. Yeah. Affiliated with Wu Tang, mm-hmm. did some PCP. Yes, cut his dick off. Yes. yes, jumped out of a window hoping to kill himself. Yeah, however, did. it was only on the second floor, so he only fell about twelve feet. PCP yeah. will do that. And did not die. No, and they were unsuccessful in reattaching his penis. No. Oh, <laughs> yay to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, wild stuff. This uh, just crazy. What's and now he- I've read more than one thing about people doing PCP and cutting. Cutting their dicks off. Uh, well, do, do I remember something about a rapper uh, named Big Lurch or something like that who a while back took a bunch of PCP and um, tried to eat a hooker? Oh, and then the Adams family were like, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, my only hope is that this is the most elaborate, uh, you know. Prank for an Wu-Tang album. Thing. Yeah, yeah. This is because they're Wu Tang. He's Wu Tang affiliated. If I yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, his new album, Dick Cutter, is coming <laughs> yeah, out. I, know. I, I just, I really want this to be just a lead up to just his, his next album. I have a, I have a concept yeah. album about yeah. PCP and cutting off dicks. Yeah, <laughs> in stores now. <laughs> yeah, what a bummer to cut your dick off. Oh, and then, for like, real, jump, but not from high. You know, like, yeah. Ah, ah, I landed on my keys and I, and I don't have a dick. <laughs> also, also, it hurts where I used to have a dick. <laughs> I landed on my keys. Hey. No. <laughs> hey. Um, oh, yeah. Put this dick on ice, please. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that when you cut your dick off, because you know how when you lose an arm or something yeah, like yeah. that, you got like a phantom yeah, limb. Yeah, phantom limb. Do you, you think when you cut off your dick, you got a that's, phantom boner? That's what you call the album. Oh, yeah. Phantom, phantom boner. boner. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got a fucking raging phantom boner right now. <laughs> I could have some theoretical sex. Oh, my God. Well, Mr. Freakin, you're not a rapper. <laughs> yeah. Please get out of here. Who let you in? Uh, all right. So look for Ghost Dick yeah. uh, next yeah. year. Hot singles. Okay. Uh, the other thing, um, I I don't I was on Reddit or something like that, and I wound up in a uh, YouTube spiral. Yeah. Madness, mm-hmm. yeah. Where like an hour and a half went by, and I was like, just recommended by and watch this now. Yeah, yeah. And I wound up in this corner of YouTube that was all uh, white trash fistfights. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that 90% of YouTube? Yeah. yeah. There was quite a few of them. Anyway, it's I wanted- cats and white I- trash fistfights. <laughs> Sometimes this, at the same time, which is adorable and scary I and the, sobering. I watched one, and I just I need to I need to just talk this out because okay. it ended, and then I thought about it, and I was very confused. So it was a lot okay. like Sorcerer. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It followed the same basic yeah. plot. Okay, so uh, the what you're what you think you're watching, what it starts off that you're watching is that some guy um, has been stalking this other guy's girlfriend on Facebook. And then, so the guy is mad about it and is standing up for his girlfriend by beating up the stocky the guy. Yeah. Right. So it starts with the video, and the stocky guy is this really big built dude. Okay. Really tall, really, really big. And then the angry boyfriend is like, uh, he's built, but not anywhere near as big. He's more of like a McConaughey kind of, you know, All right. I'm slim but fit. Yeah. 
and only wearing blue jeans. Like a surfer dude. Yeah, totally. Just wearing blue jeans. He's got tattoos, and he's yelling at the guy, calling all kinds of names. And the, and the big guy is like, yeah. I'm not trying to steal your girlfriend. This is not, I, I, I didn't want to, I'm not trying to cause trouble. And then, but the, the little guy is just like, no, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. And a lot of screaming and jumping. And then he's, he's doing like a, like he's watched a lot of UFC. So there's like yeah. a bunch of spinny kicks going on. And he's oh hit, no, he's, that is the best. Yeah, he keeps punching this guy in the face and hitting him and kicking him. And the big guy is just like taking it and not doing anything. Just like pap in the face and look, I'm not fighting you. Yeah. And the guy, but every time he does a crazy spinny kick or try to knee him in the head, the big guy catches him. But just releases him, you yeah. Know, like won't engage I'm in the fight. I'm not gonna fight. And then as the thing is going on, and the guy is yelling, uh, the 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 angry boyfriend. He's like, he was like, yeah, well, it was, you know, it was. Uh, I know what you're trying to do because he, it wasn't even her writing back on Facebook. It was me, motherfucker. I got you. I was <laughs> I was the one writing. And I'm like, what? He and catfished. Then, and it went on. Reverse catfish. Yeah. Totally was. So what what happened was is I you know watched the wait rest he of this catfished video. himself or yeah uh, or something. So this guy I guess is friends or something with the dude's girlfriend and wrote something on her wall. And then that, the, boyfriend the boyfriend was like, "I'm going to see what this was." Responded to it as her, right. but was all flirty and sexual, and like tried and invited yeah. him over. And then, she, but she's the one filming. So I think this guy's thing is he goes online and pretends to be his girlfriend and seduces men so they'll come over to his property so he can practice spin kicks. On yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a uh, an adaptation into a film coming soon. Yeah, I can't wait to see Friedkin presents. Yeah. <laughs> Spin kicker. <laughs> Delusional boyfriend. This one's called Magician. Because <laughs> he screams, like goes to the camera after he makes the guy drive away. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, I was out loud pretending to be her the whole time. I got you. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> I need to see this video. Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, you know, if I, whatever excuse you need to practice your spin kicks on a man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Then okay, now back to real life. There's a uh, with uh, this is bizarre. Just please tell me if you've heard about this. Archie comics. Yes. Oh, gonna, I have heard about. They're this. gonna kill off. They're Archie. killing Archie. Yes. What in the fuck is that all? That's about? The best. It exists in a new series that is separate from all the other stuff. So they're I not know, actually still, killing him off. And I know, but there's gonna be an yeah. Archie comic where he dies in a pool of blood. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> right now Archie has like a lot of these spinoff stuff because yeah, yeah. I mean they have like a zombie one. They have the one that yeah. they're gonna kill him off in which is like they like, have a the zombie adult. one yeah when they have he like started out being the the archie comic started out being a strongly christian yeah, uh, yeah. uh mm-hmm. like with strong christian themes yeah um, well didn't i i thought that i read that it was sort of like there was a point where they ended up license licensing the characters to these people that made a bunch of really hardcore christian stuff with the characters but it oh. also but it also existed just as like standard sort of archie fun times comic well, there, was a, there was always like a that. certain sense like a like, like a, good, clean, a solid fun. sense of morality yes. and and it always was very christian yeah. leaning i think but i think there, I, they, I remember there being some like some super christian yeah, ones, I, like from, like where the archies meet jesus yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah i know i mean don't 100 yeah, percent quote it's me a nice wholesome comic book about good values and playing two girls against each other for yeah. decades yeah <laughs> yeah exactly for yeah. your own six sexual games uh and all documented by your creepy asexual best friend who wears a weird little hat. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not 100% sure if that's true, but I remember reading that, yeah, it got kind of like got past hands and somebody else made these really intensely Christian ones, even though it was sort of the good, clean sort of Archie before that. But yeah, I mean, 
the death of Archie. I mean, yeah, what? It's amazing. Whatever How? you need to do to sell comics, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Those little double digests are always going to kind of sell a little bit. But I mean, if you need to appeal to the new zombie loving kids, or you know, if you need to appeal to the adults that used to read and now you want them to read like the Furthering Adventures, where one of them's going to die, I don't know, whatever. Sure. But, but, <laughs> but I mean, sorry, I'm uh, okay. Archie's going to die. Maybe that's going to teach some preteens a lesson or college kids i don't know who's reading it but mm-hmm. the, the zombie one do the archies go around eating people like are they the zombies <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not i've never read it because yeah. i don't want to read it, it may i it may not even be its own comic maybe it was a spin-off i just know at some point the words zombie art has an archie like there's a there's an archie zombie thing yeah. was told to me at some point <sighs> so there you go yeah so yeah so a lot know. to think about yeah i don't know archie's gonna die Every once in a while, it, they pop back up because I mean they did have the whole thing where they had the first gay character in Archie, and, right, right. and right. They, they always seem to be sort of doing pushing the limits of what Archie was used to be known as, and they always kind of pop back up in the uh, yeah. in the news once Which, in a while. When I heard that, like that there was a gay, there was a gay character, and I think they dealt with um, like they, they started to deal with so, like yeah. sort of more issues in a totally. more. Um, I don't want to say liberal sense, but that's no, what but I mean. yeah, yeah. Um, they started to be a little bit more progressive. In yeah, their, progressive. In their I think, and and for something that did start out being very, uh, yeah, you know, like old fashioned and very like uh, um, by Christian standards. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I find that really refreshing. Totally, the fact that they're making him, a, <laughs> they're going to kill him and yeah. then make him a zombie. I guess <laughs> that just is the icing on the cake. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, well, it's been a weird, a weird week. The death of redheaded cartoon characters, spin kicks, and missing dicks. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but at a, least it all runs. That's the name of your new album. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear yeah, it. Greg nice. Legrow. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right. No, but that's it. That's the end of it. Okay. Movie. Yeah. You don't know that he misses his dick, though. You say yeah. missing dick. Like, maybe he's glad that thing's gone. Yeah. Oh, finally. Oh, that awful. Why do you think dick? I jumped out of the window trying yeah. to get away from that dick? <laughs> I cut it off, but it still wasn't far yeah. enough away from me. It's I had like, to jump out the window. It's like mm-hmm. the Twilight Zone. He's like looking out his window, and his dick's there. <laughs> Nobody else sees his, it. His dick's on the wing of the plane. Nobody else sees it. <laughs> his dick's trying to bring down the plane. <laughs> Sir, pilot, my dick is out there and it's coming to get me okay sir take this pill (laughs) it's pcp Uh, oh no uh, (laughs) i gotta cut my phantom dick off (laughs) oh man well golly on missing dicks fun with other people's pain yeah Mm -hmm. on that note let's uh let's get into film roulette let's shall we Film Roulette is the weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see a major notable release uh, of the week or something that we're looking forward to. This week we pick Transcendence and the loser has to go see something that we've deemed crappy or uh, if there's not a major release in theaters it looks awful that we seem to pick. We will theme it with a Netflix pick and this week uh, in the techno thriller tradition we picked Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War, Beyond Cyberspace. Uh, we call them uh, Netflix. We call them Netflix picks. But, but they're they not always, always on Netflix. <laughs> um, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey lost on our previous episode and gave us the Ringo Starr album, uh, Stop and Smell the Roses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we will roll to see next week and we will find out what our new punishment album and all of that. And that's how we play Film Roulette. Uh, yep. As I mentioned, 
Greg and I, uh, we, I mean, this this wasn't necessarily something that we were super excited to see, but it is the major release. It's a big release. Um, <clears throat> from a previous uh, cinematographer uh, named Wally Fister. Fister yeah. And this guy did all of the Christopher Nolan stuff, yeah, all the Batman, Batman stuff and Inception. Inception, and, everything. Yeah. Won, an, won an Oscar for it. Yep. Um, so we had to go see this. It was a major release. Johnny Depp's in this. Rebecca Hall, Morgan Freeman, a bunch of other uh, notable. Gillian Murphy, all yeah. kinds of people. Kate Mara. Yeah. Bettany. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so IMDb does the plot rundown. Uh, synopsis says, as Dr. Will Caster works towards his goal of creating an omniscient, sentient machine, a radical anti-technology organization fights to prevent him from establishing a world where computers can transcend the abilities of the human brain. Um, this is, uh, I'm trying to think, okay, I'm just, I, I will lay my cards on the table on this film and say that this was neither a fascinatingly awful bomb or anything that approached being successful. No. This thing landed right in the middle of like, sometimes I saw ideas in here that I wished were in a better movie and other yeah. times I saw things that I thought were so stupid. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Well, I, I, it's a not quite movie. I, I, yeah, yeah. It's like I, it's, there was a point where I was like, I might be in. Like, I'm. I will forgive the lack of life in the direction. Yeah. Like it's nicely for some nice photography in it, but for something with his really name not, on it, you yeah. think it's gonna pop off the screen? I saw this thing yeah. in IMAX. Oh, really? And and it, and I was not overwhelmed by its uh, cinematography. No, I was no, like, no, this no. looks there's nice. A, yeah, but couple, yeah, nice. Like, like good color choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you picked blue. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like I was like there was a point about halfway through where I'm like, okay, I'll forgive the uh, you know the half-assed or lifeless direction yeah. if the story plays out well. But then the third act is just a mess. Mm-hmm. It's a, so stupid. I thought um, uh, it opens really stupid. Like the first thing that yeah. happens in this movie. Okay, this movie uses. I'm going to spoil some things for this. I'm sure Get people don't. Care. I don't think I would not recommend seeing this in theaters. This this movie uses a or framing really device that n- nullifies any interest that you have in the film because yeah. the first yeah. thing that happens is the this main. This character that's not the main two characters, which yeah. are Johnny Depp and his wife, yeah. is like in a world without technology, and yeah. he's kind of saying like, "I remember the the characters of Johnny Depp and yeah. and and his wife, and I I knew them, and no one else knew them, and and there's no power left in the world, and there's this really stupid shot of a guy propping open a door with like a laptop yeah. keyboard. It's like, look how useless it is now. <laughs> and I was like, did you go to film? Like, this is a film school stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. you might as well opened your movie with somebody like waking up to an alarm and. <gasps> or- <laughs> <laughs> but so he's kind of saying like the, he reveals that they're dead and yeah. he reveals that there is no technology left yeah. in the world and then you flash back five years to the story and I'm like well I know what's going to happen yeah yeah exactly I'm like okay if that if we get if we catch up to that point halfway through the movie yeah, yeah. forgivable because then it's not the end but nope it's the end yeah <laughs> it's like I don't now yeah. I know what's going to go down you yeah know? like I'm just wait how <laughs> totally and then the how is like that yeah <laughs> and then so johnny depp as i said is this really uh smart dude he's making kind of like a a, a computer ai thing that yeah. has its own brain yeah and all that and and that's okay kind of silly and they're kind of railing against technology and the whole anti-technology like terrorist people is kind of yeah. goofy but i thought when it got to the third act was when the ideas i wished were in better movies were around because when oh, it be- sure well when johnny depp runs away to that city and makes his like own sort of like yeah. army and stuff i was like yeah. this is getting interesting yes 
but then it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, I just I, like how it all like they, there was a whole lot of like don't worry about it. Yeah, stuff going on. There's a lot of don't worry about it science. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like and, it do, like yeah, it doesn't actually have any commentary that like no, it brings no. up interesting ideas, but it doesn't talk about. No, there's them. no message of any kind, and also the kind of like. They the the movie pulls the rug out on itself because you're you're watching this like when you know like the badness uh, the bad idea of a sentient computer and a man taking technology too far and ego but then at the end it's like no but he's nice and he was trying to be good and we fucked up and now we don't have the internet yeah like what (laughs) yeah I know (laughs) that's what this movie is about totally you know the internet is pretty good yeah. Well, you guys, it is. And there's like, also kind of a reveal at the end of the movie where it's like, everything's going to be okay, though, because this the one thing still kind of exists or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, in sure. a weird there way. There's this puddle full of Johnny Depp over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casey doesn't know what uh... <laughs> Well, okay. So, when, the, in the middle of the mm-hmm. movie, uh, Johnny Depp is, it, well, earlier in the movie, Johnny Depp is hooked up to a machine that transfers all of his uh, thoughts yeah. and, and smarts and stuff into, into the machine that he was making right. before he dies. Um, and so from there it turns into this thing where like Johnny Depp and his wife are sort of on the run because they don't want, uh, him to be hooked up to the internet, which he is hooked up to the internet and he immediately gets them a bunch of money and they run away to a town where they can sort of buy a town. They buy a town. Yeah. And and, turn it into uh, solar panels. Yeah. (laughs) Into a bunch of solar panels with an underground lab where he immediately solves every issue that has ever happened on the earth with like. A way to regenerate flesh or or fix Na- nanotechnology, yeah, which we've seen in a lot of movies. Too. Totally. <laughs> right. And so at this sure. point, he starts like bringing people that are sick um, and have issues to sort of like fix them and make them stronger than ever before. Yeah, like but, he cures the blind. Yeah, you know, or if you've got a limp or whatever, he can fix that. But yeah. also now you can pick up eight hundred pounds. Yeah, and you, you can what? Pick, pick up, up like, 800 pounds. Yeah, of stuff. Like you oh, can, you can pick up 800 yeah, pounds. Yeah. I thought you meant like you, he, the, he'll <laughs> oh, fix yeah, your yeah. blindness or anything, but you will be 800 pounds yeah. now. But you'll oh have God, a bunch of money off. that you can't use in America. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the interesting thing that comes from that sort of section of the plot is every time he fixes somebody, he sort of like hooks them up to his own like brain network and yeah. and basically can can start controlling anyone that he's uh, he's yeah. saved through them they're all wired together he, and it, you know he's like making an internet of people yeah right. which starts to be kind of interesting and, yeah. and he starts to become the bad guy mm-hmm. and people that were good before start to switch over to the uh, anti-technology extremists yeah. and that stuff is kind of interesting I liked how the movie sort of switched out like that yeah. and I was becoming more interested in it but it is sort of it never goes far enough no it's, it doesn't it wants to be like a I, inception movie but there's yeah, there's yeah, not it, enough there for it no it isn't thought out well enough and the script doesn't seem done and i like oh this is like a first draft or something yeah. or like maybe it's not but it feels mm-hmm. like you need to work on this yeah like quite a bit yeah and there's actually some decent performances in it. rebecca hall is really good in yeah it. i thought she was great in it actually sorry who's rebecca hall um I have the Imdb. Yeah. Let me throw to it. Yeah, I actually quite like Paul Bettany in it, uh, and I'm pretty up and down on him. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Hall was in The Town, The Prestige, Iron Man right, Three, Prestige, Vicky right. Christie, Barcelona. Um, yeah. Uh, the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, "There's some good acting going on here, and I like some of these ideas." If this was directed with some kind of flair, by maybe Christopher some, Nolan, some art some some sort of like because it's a fucking well, it, sci-fi it wants to be arty really, but nothing is ever against the wall you never feel that threatened by no. anything or you or the danger of what's going on no 
Like there, it almost gets there. It almost gets yeah. there all the time, but it never does. And then I again, I found how the third act played out was really poor. A lot yeah. of un, not explained things, and then like the movie just going nah, this at the end. You know, like yeah. fucking now you see me or whatever. Nah, this guy, yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Get <Yeah>. out of here. <laughs> it turns out it was a puddle it's, of Johnny Depp the whole yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just yeah. didn't land. Like nothing it's, in this movie lands. It's not quite thrilling enough to actually no. like pull you. Because I mean, I kind of went into this thing being like, this is just gonna be a goofy techno thriller, and I'm gonna have fun with it, but I'm not gonna care. Yeah. But it lands so thoroughly in the middle. Yeah. You know, it's not quite entertaining enough to be cool and that you can pass off all the shit. But it's also not bad enough for you to like have a great time making fun of the like pseudoscience. And it's not quite uh, beautiful enough as a movie that you would expect from this. Uh, guy, this visual yeah. eye, yeah. Right. and it's, it's not just, quite. It's just not quite a lot of things, and you just. I mean, on Metacritic, this thing got like eight really great reviews, eight like really negative reviews, yeah. and then like twenty five or thirty just like fifty percenters. And I was like, yeah, that's uh, that exactly right. right. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at nineteen percent. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. I, yeah. I can't recommend this movie because it's so flat. And like, not to be sorry, this is a little spoilery, but like, and the best thing the government can think to do is like, oh my god, this guy just became the internet. And he's gonna fucking rule the world. Let's take some cannons, go and blow up his yeah. solar screens. You yeah, know? like that's, that's this what is I it. Would this do. Is all we got. You brought like eighteen guys. Yeah, <laughs> to, for you know this guy became the internet. Yeah, it's like let's bring uh, Joey and his brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got some potato guns. We let's made. go get them. Yeah, yeah. you know. Fucking yeah, I yeah. wanted it to make a decision. I wanted it yeah. like because I mean, there's Say something about any of this yeah or say nothing the net with sandra bullock had more to say (laughs) yeah like later in the film it had dennis miller (laughs) yeah later in the movie when johnny depp it kind of becomes an action movie for a couple scenes and johnny depp uh, on the computer can like sort of bring his uh sort of like essence out of the ground and start like grabbing people and stuff i was like if this was in the hands of a director that was just like Let's make a stupid action movie where there's yeah. this omnipresent villain. I'd just be like, yeah, go for it. I'm, yeah. I'll watch that. But it, that's, it doesn't want to do that. It wants right. to kind of take its time. And how and did it, he become Rain? I don't know. <laughs> what was that about? I don't know. Yeah, really um, and oh, yeah, man. Johnny Depp uh, probably cashed a pretty amazing check on this yeah, thing. Yeah, He's yeah. basically but, but it's doing a FaceTime it through the non, whole movie. Yeah, right? He's just sitting there going like, hey, I'm uh, a computer. Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Now I'm the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to log on to you porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out hey, of here. Yeah. M- remember I used to be a pirate? Now I'm the internet. <laughs> that is what Greg just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man. yeah. Like, what does this mean for Johnny Depp now? This is He's severe on bomb number three. He's on autopilot. In a row. Dark Shadows, big bomb. Uh, Lone Ranger is one of the one of the biggest bombs, but yeah. even a little further back, you got the tourist too. Didn't cost as much, but still a huge, yeah. huge failure. Like he hasn't had a successful movie since I guess Alice in Wonderland or one of those fucking pirate movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah those pirate movies do yeah, really yeah. well. And I mean, and, and at, uh, also at the beginning of this movie, I was like, well, the direction isn't fucking great, but at least Johnny Depp's just playing like a dude. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, he, I haven't seen this in like a decade. Then or he goes on like the that. internet. Yeah, then he's like, now I'm the computer. Yeah, which in which I mean, I'm sure was fine for him because acting as like a computer dude just looking into a camera, I mean, there was nothing going on there. I mean, no, you, you no. don't have to try hard just to be <clears> like, <throat> I don't, I like he's not doing like a robot voice or anything, no. but he is just kind of being like, no emotions. Yeah, uh, why are you doing that kind of thing? Yeah, and it's I'll like that must have been so easy. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like just a, a non-threatening <clears throat> version of Hal. Yeah. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, Johnny Depp. He's apparently making another fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So. 
that'll be his return to box office success. But I don't really yeah. think so. I don't think I don't know. Like those are just easy people go to him. Maybe they won't because no one wanted to see Lone Ranger, and that was really marketed as like, hey, you loved these, yeah. so here's this. Yeah, I don't know. I think the whole thing he's got a. I don't know. Go back to making fucking hard choice indie yeah, movies. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't do a bunch of indie movies now. Yeah, because he needs some sort of credibility. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's crazy. Like the turnaround. Like I didn't think, that they, you know, fifteen years ago or something like that, or when like just at like uh, coming out of Twenty One Jump Street and all those choices he made specifically yeah. to avoid being this guy. You know, I never in my life would have thought that Johnny Depp was like a. Fucking oh, here comes another big budget Johnny Depp piece of shit. You know, like, it just <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem like anything you could have imagined happening. Yeah, when you're watching him do like Cry Baby and Dead Man, and yeah, you know, where the highest profile movie he does is Donnie Brasco. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah, which is great. And he's good in it. He's great in all it's those. Like movies. go back. Like, to I was that a stuff. big Johnny Depp fan yeah. forever. Like you know, fucking Edward Scissorhands, uh, Ed Wood. Like his, yeah. when, he, when his uh, work with Tim Burton was uh, inspiring on both of their ends. You know, yeah. Like, Really solid stuff, and then there's just this turning point. Once he did the, you know, had that explosion of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you know, when Which that I, character was really charming and interesting the first yeah. time you saw it. But now oh, yeah. four movies of it, and just like him, oh, he yeah. he was like like. Well, I remember going to see Pirates of the Caribbean. I was in college in yeah. Thunder Bay, or just going to college, and yeah, like like being so excited about his performance just yeah. because it makes you excited to watch the movie because he's made this huge choice, and then he yeah. just started to like confuse the fact that he was making like really bold interesting choices with his characters with just like oh I'll just disappear under this like I look kind of like Michael Jackson in uh, Willy Wonka this yeah, time yeah, yeah. or like I look you know just put some stuff on me and I'll you know not actually have to do anything interesting yeah, there's no, no, there's no character there yeah, absolutely I think there's, a, there's a character in the first uh, Pirates movie there's there's something there yeah for sure oh absolutely it's it, and like when you watch any of them you know like uh Two, two, three, four, whatever, four, yeah. how many they are. It, it doesn't have anything underneath it no. in the other. It's just like, oh, remember the first movie guy? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like closer to being Austin Powers than anything else, yeah. actually, you know? <laughs> I'm a pirate, totally. baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I think we I think we're good for Transcendence. Don't 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 run around to see it. This is like yeah. I could see putting this on on Netflix and being that was something to watch. But yeah, no. Yeah, not great. <laughs> no, really not. I def- I I wanted to see this movie use the ideas that I thought were cool though. Like if I I think the best thing that I thought that I saw online about this movie on reviews was somebody called it like a Christopher Nolan movie infected by malware. And I was like, yeah, it's just like it wants to be that, but it's yeah. not that. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um well, we logged on. What yeah. about you, Casey? I uh What did you find in cyberspace? Well, I logged onto the internet uh-huh. uh, in search of a movie called Lawnmower Man 2, yep. Job's War, yeah. Cyberspace Rules. Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce, Beyonce Space. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know that I saw this movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm Tell not me, 100% okay. sure. So, Lawnmower Man 2. Uh, Basically, this movie is about uh, the founder of virtual reality, um, Patrick Bergen, he creates this, uh, uh, like the, the, there's this chip that can control all of the world's communication or something. And then this evil corporation, uh, buys it or steals it or something. Um, and then, uh, and then he and the kid from the first movie have to go get it back 
because with the help of Job, who didn't really die in the big explosion. Right. Um, I didn't think so. The, uh, no. <laughs> he can't kill Jeff Fahey. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's the thing. Fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, uh, the, the, with with the help of Job, they can uh, they can you know control the world's communication. Anyway, so I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. Uh, anywhere, I found one, I finally found one copy of it uh, available at a couple different places, but it's all the same copy because I downloaded it a couple times and I watched both of them. Uh, I didn't watch both of them full through, but if. If I understand correctly, this movie employs both the first movie, it employs the first about seven minutes of the first movie wow. at the very beginning. It just shows the end of the first movie uh, when they sneak into the uh, where Job is, uh, you know, and he's he's trying to unlock all the, uh, like he's trying to find the passcode and everything like that. They find that building, blow it up. Pierce Brosnan's there, um, the kid's there. They blow it up, uh, the end. And then this movie starts. <laughs> right. I have um, a question. And it's Jeff Fahey, by the way. At the beginning. At the beginning. And then it's, it's not just him. the movie. It's just yeah. it's just the first movie. Is that opening and, thing in like a really small little box? No. Okay, because the when I rented this movie the the when I saw it in the for the first time. Oh, you saw this movie. Back in the day. Like when it came out on video. Right. I'd never even seen the first one. I just rented it. I was like, Space. Oh, right, right. Yeah. But but the opening of the movie for me when I saw it was like really small on my T V screen. Like there was like an opening where it was just like oh, oh yeah I remember you saying that. and and but was it that was it the I don't li- remember the, oh yeah because you haven't seen the uh, was Pierce Brosnan in that I little can't, box no I don't know <laughs> I remember just being like is my VHS wrong is my TV broken and then like it, it expanded to full screen I was like oh it's just a choice N- no and I don't think the one that I saw did okay. did that either. Um, and also, but that's not the last instance of this. So then, so then, you know, we've got the credit sequence and then, and then it starts into the story. Yeah. Um, but then every once in a while during the movie, the movie would, there would just be a very sloppy cut and then there would be a full scene from the first movie. Mm-hmm. So there was like, and full scenes with Jeff Fahey. So, but they came at points in the movie where it almost seemed like okay, maybe they, they would could f- do that. Or? Maybe yeah. they would or is flash this like back. A fan edit is, is like the phantom edit of Lawnmower of Man, Man Two, <laughs> Job's War, Beyonce yeah. Space. Uh, yeah, maybe someone tried to edit both movies into one to make it a good movie. Yeah. Well, they did not. Okay, I can succeed. take a look at the IMDb and see if Jeff Fahey is in the. Credits. He's not. Nor is um. Nor is uh. Nor, uh, uh <laughs> uh, person browser. Um so so yeah that's the yeah. most notable thing about this movie basically you've got these kids the kid from the first movie who's like the next door neighbor uh and also notably or most notably the kid from uh last action hero whoa molly shannon's in this uh yeah as a homeless lady i couldn't see her but then okay. again the one that i had was very grainy it was yeah. very difficult to see um and uh, uh, so the kid's grown up now, and he's a 16-year-old kid, and he is awkward and not a good actor. Um, so the, he lives in the sewer, I guess, or the subway, the shutdown subway with his girlfriend, and they're, they're these kind of computer hackers, and there's a lot of fuzzy, you know, cyber internet talk and and none of it really means that much of anything that was actually the best thing about the movie was there's a lot of like uh really dated technology but it's supposed to be like the chiron that comes up on the um uh 
like the the, the new movie, uh, it says uh, Los Angeles, the future. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's the future. <laughs> so um, they've got like they're like, hey man, get on your cyber bikes. We totally have to go cyber. Get out of here because <laughs> all right, internet. hold on, I just got to put on my future pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's my, get my tomorrow hat on. <laughs> hey, hey, hold your horses. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> But like, and and but it's that great thing of like where the technology is not, and and their idea of what the technology could be has not nearly. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Caught up with what technology is. So there are video phones in your car, but they're beside like a little push button, like a little like (laughs) Like a uh, rotary dial. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like essentially that. Well, like that's a pretty shitty video phone in your car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What else happens? The main bad guy looks like James Lipton. Mm. Uh, That's pretty great. Uh, yeah, sounds- they have at one point they have to put on their a piece of uh, uh, equipment that has little cameras on their glasses and they're called iPhones and I was like, all right, oh. <laughs> sounds like what iPhones are today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, did they fly around in this movie? I remember. I feel like I remember they kind of like jump in the air and fly around at some point. Or uh, well, they're in because Job sort of uh, control cyberspace now. Yeah. Um, and so there are certain things that they can do within cyberspace and like that he can do because he's very powerful. And he wants everybody to be, to, to be in cyberspace now because um, if every like if, if the, the tangible world is demolished, everybody ha- will have to you know go to cyberspace yeah. and he's the messiah of cyberspace. Okay. Um, but he ends up, spoiler alert, he ends up helping Patrick Bergen. And the kids uh, uh, destroy the evil corporation that wants to use the cyberspace. <sighs> Thank for God, business. Good communication. Good. Yeah, world. Good, Patrick Bergen. Good. <laughs> they did it. They did it. That's the whole movie, and and it's it, it's but it is intercut with full scenes. So I I feel like I did not actually see. Yeah, the actual maybe it was movie. a fan cut. Yeah. You well, lucky duck? try yeah. harder next lucky, time, lucky fans, duck. of that movie. Lawnmower Man 2. This time, it's Max Headroom. Like, oh, oh, and the first scene of, of is the fucking greatest thing, because Job is played by Matt Furrer, yeah, yeah. and he is full-on doing Max Headroom. <laughs> it's really weird. Like He's like... Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah. And like, even his little head movements are exactly at maximum. <laughs> they were just it's like, amazing. we need someone else that can play a techno guy. Hey, you, do that again. <laughs> yeah, remember remember those Coke commercials you did in yeah. 1986? <laughs> You're the man yeah. who had a job. Right. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, Job, not as popular a character as Max Headroom. Nobody was hacking into TV signals uh, dressed as him. No. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds pretty bad, but uh, speaking of bad, you gave us a punishment album in hopes that it would be awful, I'm yes. assuming. Uh, well. You, you gave us Stop and Smell the Roses by Ringo Starr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this album is from 1981. And uh, you mentioned that um, I don't. You had not listened to it. No. But uh, you mentioned on the last episode it was in his gross mustache and mullet phase. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's hiding behind some roses on the cover. Um, yeah, he's a little bit coy behind those roses. <clears throat> um, this is the eighth album by Ringo Starr. As I said, eighty-one, and this eighth. comes eighth. Yeah, and this comes comes after two major disasters. Ringo the Fourth in nineteen seventy-seven and Bad Boy in seventy-eight were not uh, very well received. Nor why were they is successful. Ringo the Fourth called that if this is the eighth? And I don't know. Two before this, I know. <laughs> what an idiot! Who knows? <laughs> um, so I'd never heard this album. Had no, heard, yeah. I had never heard this album. Okay. Um, now this is kind of, I mean, I guess this album's notable for being sort of, uh, Ringo's attempt to get them all back together in a weird way, because, um, there is sort of, uh, production and writing by Harrison McCartney on this thing. He tried to get some Lennon, but, uh, unfortunately we all know what happened, uh, before he was able, they, they had met and I think he was going to give him a song or two and then we know what happened. Uh, but also, um, what happened, guys? (laughs) Oh, I need, I need, I have to break something to you. Oh my God! John Lennon didn't, didn't cut off his dick and jump out a window, did he? <laughs> um, Harry Nilsson also did some songwriting on this thing. Um, so, how do you want to attack this? It's a weird album. It's I didn't think this thing was like a, a hilarious or or super awful. I just thought it was like, well, this sounds like a bunch of people trying to get back together and do some more songs that yeah. are a little bit like their old stuff. I didn't hate this, but uh, it was no, pretty I hated this. middling. I, this, is, this is a really bad album. Yeah, I thought it was this just is, middling. Like, it's long, too. Yeah, it definitely... It's I mean, super long. Private property. 16, 16 fucking songs? Yeah, it's too many songs. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of stupid songs. I thought the first two songs, Private Property and Whack My, Rack my Brain. <laughs> Whack My Brain. Whack My Brain. <laughs> Why did they, they really miss okay, something? Private there. Property is just silly. With it, a lot of inappropriate saxophone. Yes. Then but I, My Brain is just like a bad Beatles song. But yes. then. This is the song that <laughs> became hilariously awful, That, but I wish the rest of it was this bad. It's so long, too. The then f- track three, <clears throat> Drumming is My Madness. Produced by Harry Nilsson and written by. Yeah. Um, which is bizarre. Yeah. Uh, well, he was Lennon's drinking buddy. So yeah. Guess, you know. But, no, but, this, I, but I feel like he's re- highly regarded in in the music scenes. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, do you know what I mean. He's a, he was like like brilliant. Shit. Yeah, a total. Genius. So when I saw his name attached to this, I was like, oh, this so this this will be good. Yeah, no, not just Ringo saying drumming is his madness and asking yeah. people if he thinks he's sexy or not. Right. What? Yeah. He's like drumming is my job. Drumming is my life. Yeah. Drumming is my middle name. Yeah. But then later in the song, he says that his 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 name is Thunder, first name Lightning. So. Yeah. He's implying his name is Lightning Drummy Thunder. Yeah, I gotta get. I'm gonna pull the lyrics up for this. Ah, oh, here comes Lightning Drummy Thunder again. Ah, oh, can we just call him Ringo? Okay, the lyrics: Drumming is my madness. Drumming is my business. Drumming is my pleasure. Drumming makes me happy. Drumming makes me lose control. Drumming makes me rock and roll. Yeah, watch me now. Riz off. 
Do oh, you, and then he starts singing. Watch do you, you what? Riz off. Uh, Riz off. R I Z Z. And then he says, "Do you think I'm sexy? Do you think I'm silly?" To the tune. Try a little tenderness too. Drumming is my middle name. Drumming makes me go insane. I got rhythm. You got rhythm too. Here we go again. Drumming is my madness. Drumming makes me crazy. Ha ha ha. Oh. Drumming is my hobby. Drumming is a friend of mine. Is it any wonder you can call me Thunder? My friend's name is Lightning too. Oh, oh friend's not name. my first name. Okay. Uh, those are the entire. So he's just thun- yeah. thunder oh, drumming. God, it took two men to write that. Of- yeah, seriously, it doesn't sound like it took anybody to write that. Of a four-minute song. <laughs> it's just terrible. Uh, I don't know. Beyond that, it's just like it, uh, okay. Uh, everything is just bad production, bad songwriting. He's not a singer. No. Uh, but then there's this for the fucking stop and sell the smell the roses song. Mm-hmm. Which is I barely remember it. Oh, really? But yeah. it's on the album twice. I know. Oh, it's the <laughs> worst. And it's okay. The whole song is just like a bad, like birdie, like fun little, like yeah. we got some, you know, tubas going on, little jaunty tune. And he's all like, "Hey, you should stop and smell the roses. If you're in the car, you should, uh, you should just, and you see a guy in a Porsche, you should be like, hey, let's go, uh, let's take a walk instead." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not wrong. Yeah. I just did that the other day. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, that it's whole nice song walk. is that him just yelling about like, "Hey, rich people are fucking stupid. Let's uh, all go for walks. You should smell the roses. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you can you feel me? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I'm very rich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be richer. <laughs> just couldn't. If you see a guy in a Porsche, it's me. You just say, "Go for a walk," and I'll say, "Fuck you, I'm a drummer." <laughs> and I, it's my madness. I love drumming. drumming. Makes oh. me insane. For I'm very rich. Please get away from my car. Also, song. do you think I'm sexy? Riz off. <laughs> for a song Come here called, watch me riz off for a second. For a song called Drumming is My Madness, and he talks about how much drumming is a part of him and in his life. It is the most boring drum track ever. <laughs> yeah, you think that like a Nothing song, happens spectacularly like, with the drum. Drumming is my madness, and then it'd be like... There'd be like some crazy yeah. drum no, solos. Whole, whole, there's a barely a fill, and it just... Doot and chop, doot and chop, like that's drumming yeah. is my madness. I'm not good at drumming. <laughs> This was his. And this is his trying to explain his drumming for their, his entire career. He's like, "You guys, I'm crazy. It's my madness. <laughs> I didn't know like, what I, did, I was doing. I didn't say I was a good drummer. Yeah. I said I'm fucking nuts, <laughs> and I like to drum. Yeah. Um, no, I just thought that this album was like, yeah, like the first really few. Crappy. Back the, off, Boogaloo. That was bad. That's bad. I song. just thought the first two songs I was like, well, this just sounds like they tried to get the gang back together, and it's not very good. Drumming yeah. is my madness was hilarious and awful, and then the rest of it like just bled into nothingness yeah. for me. And I was like, I, this isn't painful, but I don't like it. Yeah. It's I found middling, it, like, dude. Like, the first listen, I was like, wow, that's a bad album. And the second one, I was just like, oh god, this yeah. is so long. Like, hearing it more than once was really, really a chore. It is long. Now here's what I, the last thing I'll mention on it is uh, the last track on the album. I don't know if this is everyone's copy. But mine. Back off Boogaloo <laughs> was the last track. Oh, how many tracks? Okay, so... You, oh, I listen to all the bonus tracks. Okay, oh, there's ten... Bummer. Ten, Sweet. ten songs. Ten songs. would have been so much better. But it is still fairly long. It's like a 45-minute ten songs. songs. Because the but, last yeah. song I Hand have promos? is called Handgun Promos. I didn't get... I See, I had... I was listening to it on YouTube, and I skipped all the bonus tracks. Oh. I I, I have it in my phone. I listened to it walking around like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last... So, yeah. So, then there's, like, really bad... Wake Up is bad. Red and Black Blues is bad. Yeah. Brandy is really bad. Then it's stop and take the time to smell the again. roses again, but it was a different vocal cut. It's just the same. It's the same. Wait, it's the same. It's the same music. Yeah. Like the music is the same recorded, but a, it's a different version. Original. Vocal hey, version. you should tell that guy in a car to walk. <laughs> this time the car's a Rolls Royce. 
<laughs> Different song. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, then the last thing on the album is called Handgun Promos. And it literally is exactly what it sounds like. It's two and a half minutes of him being like, there's a handgun purchased every 13 seconds in the United States. You should not shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Moringo. My name's Ringo. Oh, Moringo. How's it sound in the studio? Boo. That's it. That's the end of the album. I was like, what am I? What is fucking happening here? Yeah. Maybe that was. How is that two minutes? Yeah. There's a lot of it. I wonder what that was. like doing multiple takes. Like, was that good enough? Are you kidding me? Would you like me to do another one? I'll say something else about guns. It sounds like. I mean, that's a bonus track. What was that for, though? You know what I mean? Like, originally. Yeah, like it was like for the more you know or something like that. But, like, that was accidentally in the folder of all the other songs that he did. Yeah, radio on the album. It's great. It's two minutes of it talking about guns. <laughs> you got, yeah. I wish I could do that good of a, uh, a Beatles. Drumming is my madness. Guns are my passion. <laughs> Riz off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not uh, pretty, pretty boring. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't find it as painful because I didn't listen to the whole bonus tracks. But yeah, I mean, it was what I expected from a not great. Uh, album by some Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> what a big piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I hated this album. I really just hated this. I was able to, I don't know, I put it in the back of my mind. I was like, this sounds boring. It definitely did on the second half just get like a bunch of the same kind you, of songs. Uh, I listened to six more songs yeah. than you. Well, Casey lost again. <laughs> yeah. So he's doubling down on the albums to give it to us. Yes. I'm assuming he's going to go easy. I say it all the time. <laughs> in the hopes that somebody will go easy. I yeah. might be. I don't know. Okay. Um, What's the thought process behind what you're going to give us? Well, I like to uh, I like to carry on if I if I lose more than one, I like to carry on a bit of a theme. Oh God! But yeah. I was trying to think of other uh, uh, you know shitty Beatle albums. Okay. Um, so or, you, you wrote know, and recorded albums. a song as the Shitty Beatles. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the Shitty Beatles. Are they any good? No, no, they suck. Oh, it's, it's not a just name. a clever name. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, but I was like, well, you know, I mean, Paul McCartney's had some less than great albums, but uh, there's always going to be at least a couple of great things on them or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but I was like, well, you know, I've heard of an album that's related to the Beatles and, and has a Beatle, um, uh, and it is uh, either contested as uh, one of the worst albums of all time or uh, heralded as uh, as a, a sort of one of those champion albums uh, for, uh, for, you know, feminist songwriting. And it is uh, Yoko Ono with the Plastic Ono Band oh. okay. uh, from 1970. I think it's like 10 songs or something like that. It was uh, panned when it first came out. But uh, mm. but yeah, since it's been cited as an influence by a lot of really kind of cool people. Okay. okay. It was either between that or there was another Yoko Ono project from 2012. Oh, Jesus. Um, but interestingly enough, it was Yoko Ono, Kim Gordon, and Thurston Moore. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. That's but that divorced. might be really cool. Yeah, because so. I listened to one of the, I think there's even a more recent one. And I think oh, she, there is, yeah, yeah. And she worked with Sean Lennon, yep. And some, and I gave that a listen, and I actually didn't hate it. Oh, cool. And I thought it was kind of interesting. Well, I, I feel like I'll probably give this one a listen too, just to kind of see, because I mean, all I know is like everybody's hilarious version of what Yoko yeah. Ono sounds like when she sings. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, I don't know. We'll yeah. Be, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like her uh, stuff. Well, I mean, I don't. I haven't heard this, but you know, I, double fantasy. I've heard. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, it was going to be double fantasy, but I was like, everybody's fantasy. heard double fantasy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Please don't give me double. I only want one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, well, this I, is just the one fantasy. I'm okay. kind of like I, I've seen a lot of sort of like really, really hate towards Yoko Ono, and and, yeah. and then also a lot of praise. And I've heard some stuff I like, and I've heard some stuff I don't. I've never mm-hmm. really been sort of of one or the other. I've never had like a extreme reaction yeah yeah nor, nor have i but this is supposed to be one of those kind of polarizing albums yeah, that, yeah. Uh, so i think it'll be interesting to see okay cool yeah, yeah let's do that um yeah. well let's get to rolling let's do it there's where we can put the horn sound um so ruins the magic when you say there's but the horns on. But. Oh well, man, a little peek behind the curtains. We always get, do get one yeah. or two in there. People, um, people like that. Yeah. yeah. So this week we got you a good get roll. Out of the front page of iTunes with that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Revealing the magic. Oh man. Um, so uh, this week's gonna be interesting. We got a movie that looks so bad as a loser mm. that I have had. Uh, it's a sequel to a movie I had to see. Yeah, once. you had to see it. <laughs> so clearly, I'm gonna fuck the roll up and have to go see it. Uh, <laughs> But for the winner, um, we have a new movie by Jim Jarmusch coming out. Mm. Uh, this film is called Only Lovers Left Alive. Yeah. As I mentioned, if you want to see it, go to modernsperior.com. We got a contest. Yeah. You yeah. could end up in a theater with us. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. Ma- oh, imagine? Man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> imagine uh, sitting quietly somewhere in the vicinity of us. <laughs> God. I know. Uh, could be good. Uh, so, only lovers left alive. This is about a depressed musician who reunites with his lover through, uh, though their romance, which has already endured several centuries, is disrupted by the arrival of an uncontrollable young sister. It's also a vampire film, mm-hmm. and it has also been getting amazing reviews. Mm-hmm. This movie, this movie uh, combines one of my favorite things about movies and one of my least favorite things about movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. hate vampire movies. Love Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like with all the vampire stuff that's gone on for the last decade, it's almost like, yeah, fuck you. I made a vampire movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, when vampire movies are done well, you know, uh, yeah. with a sense of yeah. taste, the, you, they, they, it's always... a fantastic medium, you know? Yeah, yeah. When it, whenever I said I hate vampire movies, you always go near dark. I'm like, all right, fine, near dark. Near dark's very Yeah. Good. The hunger is very The hunger, good. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's something... You guys are that... thinking about the Hunger Games. That's not a vampire <laughs> movie, Fright Night's guys. a great movie. The original. Fright Night, yeah. yeah. I think... Yeah, I, and I think this you movie play with looks the genre. You can you can do. Yeah, and I think this is going to do that. Yeah. Like I think I think his sort of sensibility of his type of indie movies and sort of the way that they slow burn or the way they play yeah. out, I think is an interesting way to tackle this kind of a story, mm-hmm. especially now when you're getting nothing like that in the terms of vampire movies. Yeah. You're getting the exact opposite. Yeah. Um so I I'm interested in that. For sure. But I'm not interested <laughs> in going to see the second a haunted house film. No. I'm interested in you seeing it. No, I'm interested in you having to see it. No. I um, had to see Scary Movie 5. Uh, I had to gone. see A Haunted House 1. So we both essentially have already seen this movie. I f- I f- okay, maybe. Um, so this movie uh, is described as having ex- exercised the demons of his ex, Malcolm is starting fresh with his new girlfriend and her two children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After moving into their dream home... <laughs> no. Malcolm is once again plays- plagued by bizarre paranormal events. Uh, great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So too. that thing that happened in the Wayne's, first Wayne's, movie Wayne's, is Wayne's, happening Wayne's, again. Wayne's, yeah. yeah. Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even bring back Andy Daly. Oh, oh, no. No. Thank no. Christ for Andy Daly. I know. <laughs> He's All on. Right. 
All right, Casey. Let's get this right. over. Casey's rolling for a haunted house versus only lovers left alive, and he has rolled a one. one. Oh my god! <laughs> I even went. I even went carpet to bouncy castle, yeah, bouncy a, tile. A huge one. <laughs> you got a little Dan bit. Gorman's so excited he yeah. can't figure out how to roll dice. Uh, get a one. 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 That's a one. It is oh, a one. Sweet box. Greg, roll. Hey, you, you get a one, too. you got to get higher than a one for a not re-roll. That's oh, a one. Oh, I rolled a one. What in the fuck? Holy fuck. Uh, this is a clean slate re-roll, Casey. Right. Shit balls. Casey's uh, rolling. How did that happen? Clean slate. This is a five. five. I got a nice solid five. I'm going to roll again. Shit at all. Crawling around. I hope I roll high. <laughs> Come on, Greg. <laughs> I have rolled a six. Oh, oh nicely Give me done. Give a fucking break. This is well, high stakes. Greg threw it. He rolled a one. He rolled a one, one again. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, sorry, dude. Double one. Thanks. Yeah, there's there's your die that oh, you can't shit. roll. Yeah, sorry oh, about that. I got to crawl back over here. All right. Oh. That's great. I am super happy about that. I don't have to go see A Haunted House 2. Well, I'll fill you in on what happened to the first one before you Shut go. Shut up, so Dan. You, <laughs> or you will be lost. So that you're not confused. Um. Yeah, that's great. God I'm really happy. I was really worried I'd have to go see that. Oh, just wonderful. Oh, great. Just fuck you. Well, <laughs> let's move on from oh. uh, rolling straight into 90210. Oh yeah, relay. Yeah. Okay. We have been watching the first season of 90210 one by one. We have been relaying the episodes. So uh, I started, and we've been going around. Who is this week? It's Greg. Yeah, yeah. it's me. Episode five. Yeah. And uh, next week will be Casey, and then after that, me. Yeah. So let's con- let's catch up with the continuing adventures of Brenda and Brandon. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? That hasn't started yet. No, as Still Matt long, as boring song. As Matt Brown pointed out, it's not going to happen for like a year and a half. So oh really? Oh really? Yeah. He was oh, like, just so you don't spend like twenty five episodes going. Still not the uh, theme song that we know. <laughs> I was like, thanks, no, but don't tell that, us right? what to do. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to do that. All right, so once again, I cannot cannot believe how long my notes are. Oh, no. Oh, good. Just absurd. Good. This, is, this, this segment is catching <laughs> the world by storm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so I want let's catch up on the adventures of our twins from Minnesota. Will they fuck? The Will Lost they not? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? When are they gonna bang? Uh, this is an episode called One on One. Oh, uh, in the episode, uh, I like these odds. Yeah, this the episode starts with a <laughs> shot of a basketball uh, hoop and a ball going in it over and over. And it, I was like, is this another dream sequence? Like when Brandon was surfing and... And then it cut and to... And it pans out and it is Brandon shooting oh, hoops. I thought it was going to cut to like a uh, a tunnel and a train going yeah. in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to cut to yeah. a woo! Whistle the train's going. like, but you're my sister! People putting hot, <laughs> people putting hot dogs on buns. This is LA. <laughs> oh, right. Um, Beverly Hills. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's Brandon shooting a bunch of hoops and then it pan like, and it's got like a dreamy weird quality to it. And then it pans out a bit, bit more. And Brandon's dad is like got watching him do it and has like a really proud look on his face. Oh no. And then it goes into normal, like it stops having the weird dreamy kind of vibe to it. And it's, they've been playing horse 
but you did all you've been seeing is when they cut to this I, you don't realize it but that they've been both been playing but because it, it just seems like Brandon has been shooting the ball the whole time yeah. yeah and it pans out and you see the dad standing there and he's he's wearing a t-shirt and he's got huge sweat stains going on in the pits <laughs> and like once you find out that they've been playing horse together and he's been playing basketball it makes sense but at first I was like why is he sweating so much watching his son play basketball yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so proud of you and have a glandular problem <laughs> Um, so, but it's before school. So they're doing, they're playing horse in the front lawn at like, you know, seven in the morning. Cause they're supposed to go to school. And Brenda's yeah. like, I'm going to be late for school. Dad, this is why I need my own car. And he's like, you don't have a license. She's like, Bleh! And, uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's a pretty good point. Good point. Brandon does have a license, so he's driving them to school. And she's like, why can't I be the driver? And he's like, you don't have a license. She's like, why is this car going so slow? He's like, we're at a red light. She's like, Bleh! <laughs> Is this the one where she sustains a brain injury? Does she start barfing like Jason from <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan? <laughs> oh, why is the car going so? I want to have a license ball. Throwback. Sorry, I'm really starting to fall apart. Throwback to a Time Bandits episode that <laughs> has not been released <laughs> yet. Just okay. recorded. Apologies. See you next Wednesday, <laughs> listeners. Oh, then they get to school, and Brenda goes up to Kelly, and Kelly's like, "So late." And Brenda's like, "So." morning and she's like so hi <laughs> i'm not fucking around they and then she's like so lobotomy yeah <laughs> and then uh, they one. both go so bye and then brandon's like bye oh my god my sister and then he's like i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bang her right like, <laughs> <laughs> oh she's so annoying i can't wait to fuck my sister <laughs> And anyone that listens that isn't isn't watching along is just thinks we've pulled this out of thin air. Like, why are they obsessed with this sister and brother fucking? I think they are weird. Uh, catch up on it. There's something going on there. Yeah. All right. So then Andrea comes up to Brandon and she's like, "Aren't you going to be covering the basketball tryouts?" And he's like, "Covering them? I am trying out." You know. Oh. <laughs> and then she's <laughs> and then she's like, "Sorry, I was just asking you a question." No, she's like, "Aren't you a little short?" And walks away. And then uh, he's like, "Aren't you a little old?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you forty three? <laughs> Shut up, point mom. taken. I'm yeah. out. Uh, and then it cuts to Brenda having a fantasy where she's driving a stock car in a race, and the audience is cheering for Brenda because she's so great at driving cars. That's awesome. Yeah. And then she wakes up from her fantasy because it's her turn at the drive uh, to uh, have driving lessons from this guy. And then you find out that she's flunked her driver training class three times, and the guy's like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the basketball tryout, and Steve is like, I'm a shoe-in. That's what the coach said last time. So, you know, and then they're playing basketball, and Steve sucks. And uh, then Brandon gets in the game, and he's pretty good. Steve gets cut on first cuts. Brandon doesn't. They're mad at each other. And Steve's like, it's just because about the applied learning opportunity thing. And Brandon's like, what's that? And he's like, that's where they take these inner city kids who aren't even from the district, and they just want them to be here and be the athletes. He's like saying that brought in all – because I was thinking when I was watching the basketball trials, I'm like, I haven't seen a black person on this show yet. <laughs> but they're all on the basketball team. Yeah. And But so that's what Steve's saying is like they aren't even from Beverly Hills or the district, but they bring them in. In to be on the basketball team. That's why we won championship four years in a row. Oh, I thought they were saying that Brandon was like that because he was from no. Minnesota. No. <laughs> They're busting you no, in no. from Minnesota. That's, Steve's mad because he got cut from the team, and Brandon's like, what? And he's like, yeah, applied learning. Uh, what is it? AL Applied learning plan or something. Like that. They call it the ALP mm-hmm. after that. 
And uh, they're, they're getting a free ride and stuff like that. And it makes Steve sick. So anyway, Brandon goes. Wait, the- is Steve a racist? Huh? Guys, it felt that way. <laughs> but he's just mad that they're getting a free ride and he's not on the basketball team. So um. anyway, Brandon goes to the Peach Pit to get his uh, paycheck. And uh, so it is the Peach Pit because he's working for Nat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All that. And then he goes home and he's having dinner and uh, his dad's giving him a pep talk about playing basketball. And he's like, well, you know what Bobby Knight always said about, you know, team and blah, blah, blah. And then Kelly's over for dinner and she turns to Brenda and she's like, who's Bobby Knight? <laughs> I, was like, I don't know why. Just because you haven't heard of a man, it doesn't matter. But they really laugh. They're like, oh, my God, my dad's an idiot for naming people I've never heard of. <laughs> and, uh, I've never heard of this guy. He must not exist. Dad, shut up. <laughs> well, it gets weird at that point because uh, then they, they're like, finish the con- he finishes saying what he's saying to Brandon. And then Brenda turns to the mom and she goes, Mom, that food is really great. And that pep talk was inspiring. And then the dad goes, I heard that. And then Brenda gets all mad and she's like, I'm glad someone did. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so out of left field and she storms out. Does she have emotional like, <laughs> problems as well? <laughs> it really seems like it. But then she's having an then she Brandon goes and he's like, Look, Brandon, you don't have to fight my battles for me. And I'm like, I don't think she was. But then she's like, I hate pep talks. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't this was never about you. This is about me and my problem with pep talks. <laughs> and then anyway, later Kelly is uh talking to Brenda and, and Kelly says that Kenny has a friend that he says is delectable. And Kelly's like, But you said Kenny was a dick or something. And then they're like, but he's got front row tickets to Janet Jackson. Whoa. And then uh, Kelly's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. But instead she goes and watches Brandon pretend to play basketball in his bedroom. What? <laughs> he's like doing a thing like, Is that a euphemism? Walsh, playing for the Lakers. <laughs> it's a weird euphemism. <laughs> Two seconds to go on the clock. Oh, he hits three and wins the championship. And she watches. And then he sees her and he's like, oh. Anyway. <laughs> um, then we she knows my basketball secret. Like, <laughs> yeah, just to remind everyone that he's still on the show. There, Here's David. David Silver's following Steve around and telling him about having the flu, and Steve's like, I don't care. Yeah. And then we don't see David for the rest of the episode. And then I had a flu, and then I had sex with a 12-year-old, and then... (laughs) (laughs) What else can I talk about? And the flu was really bad. Yeah, and then... uh, Who are you? I don't know. Steve and Brandon talk for a bit, and he's like, yeah, did you see the Lakers-Celtics game last night? And then it's revealed that Steve cheers for the Celtics when they're in town even oh, though he's no. from Beverly Hills and he's like why he's like us Irish gotta stick together you know what I mean and Brandon's like what and then they do a fancy handshake a fancy Irish secret they, handshake they, oh man Steve and Brandon have this handshake <laughs> now Dylan's not in this episode at all they're really gearing up so far as I can tell is Dylan and Brandon being best friends but now Steve and Brandon seem to be thick as thieves okay. you know and what what you guys have described to me because I didn't want for you at home, we don't watch the episodes that the other guys no. are watching. Hmm. So we can only get filled on that. But I don't remember Steve and Brandon being very close. But they have no, that, I don't remember there being a Steve in the episode I saw. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, they got a secret I, handshake. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the secret handshake, do they pull like uh, three leaf clovers or four leaf clovers <laughs> and put them in their hair <laughs> or something? Yeah. Hide it, hide it, hide it, hide Pot of gold. All of that. Yeah. Potatoes? Right. So <laughs> Stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> So then we cut to uh, David's nerd buddy, the blonde guy, making something. I don't know what it is. Like he's like going like, well, it doesn't. Oh no, David is in this scene because they're like, here's my science project and slap, but they don't describe what it is. And Everyone like, talks weird. It's got blinking lights and stuff like that. Listen, the coffee, no sleep, yeah. things happening. <laughs> uh, uh, then and it cuts over to Brandon and he's like, I made this thing out of this camera and the teacher's like, great. And then the one guy from basketball tryouts comes in and he's like, I oh, don't have my project. I'll have it on Monday. She's like, okay. And Brandon's getting suspicious. 
So uh, Brandon had the camera, huh? Brandon made that yeah, camera. Who made yeah. something out of a camera? Yeah, I don't know. It, okay. it, like literally, it was half a sentence. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Luke Perry was like, "I made a robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice camera, bitch." Yeah. Um. And then Brandon's like, "Yeah, the ALP thing is bad, and he wants Andrea to write a story about it." And she's like, "This is about race." And he's like, "I'll do it though." And uh, then Brenda starting to get confident with her driving lessons. She, uh, the guy's like, "Hey, what are you gonna do here?" She's like, I'm "Stop at the stop sign." She stopped at the stop sign, and then she's like, "Hey, that's Henry Winkler," and she crashes the car. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's like, "That is Henry Winkler," and she crashes the fucking car. Which I is like a that weird. She, she 1990. Got... This is 1990. Uh, I was say. Yeah. The biggest Beverly Hills name you can think of to have off camera. It's not like we see Henry yeah, Winkler. Right. Yeah. And Henry, the... like, why didn't she say? There's Janet Jackson. We've established yeah, she's yeah, going to be yeah. in town. Or Michael anything Jordan that... or anyone. Like, Henry Winkler wasn't even doing anything yeah. in 1990. Also, I like the idea that you said that she's getting fancy with her driver's test, and then she's like, I'm going to stop at this stoplight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then what the are you going to do like, at this stop sign? Hmm, stop. I'm going to do it. And then the guy was like, whoa, you're the only one that's ever done that. <laughs> Henry Winkler. All right. And then, uh, so, let's see. What are we doing here? Oh, uh, Brandon's still having basketball tryouts. His dad shows up. That makes him nervous. It's down to the final cut. And then, uh, yeah, so, then uh, Andrea comes up to Brandon, and he's like, listen, that guy James you're asking about, he's never taken a reading or math. According to the, the, uh, what's it called there, the ALP, he hasn't taken a reading or math placement test. He doesn't doesn't have a, a GPA. Uh, and he's the only student in the uh, ALP that doesn't. So it's like really weird. Like, why is this out of district kid not having yeah. this shit? And Brian is like, oh, I'm going to go talk to him. So he confronts him. And he's like, you're getting a free ride, man. And, you know, it's uh, I, I, you're not even ride. supposed to be here and stuff like that. And then the guy's like, are you fucking, you racist? Yeah. Like, I don't, and Brandon's like, I don't care if you're black or white, but, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. And then the guy yells at him and he's like, takes off. And Brandon's like, the truth's going to come out, James. Oh man, Brandon, Brandon's so pious. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Brenda wants to sneak out on a blind date with Kelly to go see Kenny and his delectable buddy, and uh, <laughs> and Janet Jackson. But, Who turns out just to be a chocolate you know, bar. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Hershey's delectable buddy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> delect delectable. And Dad and Brandon are looking through a dad's old yearbook and he's talking about when he hit the big winning shot for the basketball team when he was mm. in high school and he really wants brandon to win and then he's like uh he tells brandon if you make the team i'll uh i'll help you with your car payments so like incentive to make the team and brandon's yeah. like hmm he's got to think because he was just yelling at that james kid for getting freebies for being good at basketball and then uh i don't know what's going on oh so brenda doesn't sneak out but then kelly calls her and she's like i need help janice Jack- janet jackson has laryngitis and kenny is drunk come get me <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there yeah, yeah, yeah. janet so- jackson's been hit by a car <laughs> we don't know how <laughs> and then uh but she's like but i don't have a license kelly's like please you're my best friend she's like i am and then she goes and she, she's pep talking herself i, I was like be. i don't think you like pep talks brenda but you're doing to yourself, <laughs> you liar. And she's driving and pep talking, but oh no, the car's out of gas. So she goes to a gas station to get some help, and then she goes back to the car with gas, but the car's gone. Oh my God, the car's been stolen. Holy crap. It's Brandon's car, too, and the car's name is Mondale, after Walter Mondale. Uh, Go ahead with that. Have fun. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so unpack that. Oh Lord, what then? What's going on? <laughs> I'm so then, that where it is. So Brandon doesn't know that this has happened. Okay, he's hanging out. He's working late at the Peach Pit, where Nat is telling him he's where he's learning about uh, mayonnaise. <laughs> cool. <laughs> 
Okay, and so according like, to it the, takes years of practice to get mail. According right. to this show, the <laughs> biggest things that teens are interested in are mayonnaise and Henry the Winkler. Yeah, <laughs> Henry, Henry the Winkler. <laughs> Henry, Henry Winkler. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Henry the Winkler. <laughs> you uh, uh, you gonna put some cumin in that mayo? Yeah. Um, I got some so, in my pocket. Then where are we? Okay, so then then Brandon goes to the library to return some books because he's a good boy, and he sees that James guy there, and then he finds that he confronts James again, and James is like, "Hey, fuck you, man! Like, I, the reason that I am not on the ALP is because I'm not part of that program because I'm a le- legitimately legitimately allowed to go to the school no matter where I live because my dad has been the head librarian for the school for 15 years." Oh, so suck it. So suck it, you like, racist. Like, yeah, totally. It's like Brandon just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy storms out, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the car has been stolen. And uh, then Brandon comes home and his dad's like, hey, your car was stolen, but just give it a good shot tomorrow at the basketball tryouts. And Brandon's <laughs> like, what if I don't give it my best shot, dad? And he's like, what? <laughs> I would well, like you, you just Probably assumed that I wanted that. But he's been very adamant about wanting it yeah himself. doesn't he play basketball in his room yeah but he's just been called a racist so he's got to take it out on his dad yeah he's a pious little bitch yeah and uh so then he's like i don't know the parents are talking like just give him some space and then brandon grills brenda and brenda about being stuck in a drive and brenda throws out this little bit of dialogue i didn't understand at all she's like wait brandon that's it <laughs> I don't know. He said something about basketball. And she's like, do you remember when Debbie Dillman, she was driving us in a car, but then she hit that tree and we couldn't we couldn't go over there and play all summer because she was in a body cast? Well, that's why I'm great at everything except driving. <laughs> what? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Me not being able to play with someone was traumatic. <laughs> yeah. And then she, and he's like, that was 11 years ago. And, uh, oh, then he's like, he walks out and he's like, look, I got lots of things on my mind. And he goes to school and he has a little shoot around with, with James, the guy that he's, who thinks he's racist. Yeah. And, uh, then he says, obviously if you're going to clear things up with a guy who thinks you're a racist, this is what you should say to him. <laughs> you should say, Hey, you look know who I don't like. <laughs> Listen up. Hey, look, I'm not a cowboy and you're not a gangbanger crackhead. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Yeah, and the guy's like, "That's not the stereotype, <laughs> you racist." <laughs> uh, and but the guy doesn't care, and they're like, "Let's go play some one-on-one." Huh? title of the episode. Uh, okay, right. I get it now. Yeah, uh, in bed. Then <laughs> Brenda. Let's see if I can get my sister involved. <laughs> Brenda goes back to her driving teacher, and she goes, "Listen." I'm sorry about the other day, but when I when I saw Henry Winkler, I realized I might not be emotionally capable of driving. <laughs> it was a real eye opener. <laughs> One time I saw Tom Bosley, I forgot how to cook. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's virtually the same. Yeah, thing. happy days, no such thing. <laughs> no, not for me, sir. Not for me. Uh, and then we cut to uh, David Silver and his nerdy little buddy, and they're walking out of some doors, and she's like, oh, I fixed my laser phaser. <laughs> what? No, those nerds. <laughs> Not Classic just, nerds. And then they just walk off camera with that. I fixed my laser phaser. Oh, yeah, how'd you do it? I plugged it in. <laughs> <They're going>. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I like your new sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought maybe they laser phasered their way <laughs> yeah, out of that They just jetsoned scene. away. <laughs> Good thing we installed uh, these walkways, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 
and then uh, Andrea comes up to Brandon. She's like, how about the story? And he's like, there is no story. And she's like, what? And then the basketball team walks up to Brandon, and he's like, oh. And they look at him, and they go, what's up, Minnesota? And walk away, because they like him now. Oh, man. Oh, gross. And James made the team. Brandon didn't. And he's like, sorry, Dad. And then they find the car, and they're like, Mondale? <laughs> and then they find Brent, Brenda's been pretending that someone stole it from the driveway, even though she left it in the middle of the road oh. downtown. And they're like, yeah, the thieves, they left their, their, the keys in it, too. And they pull them out, and then they're like, Brenda, aren't these your keys? And then it's her face, and she's like, whoops, freeze frame the end. Awesome. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> like, nothing even happened in this one. No, Nobody was it doesn't on drugs sound or anything. Like it. It's just... Brandon might be racist. Well, he is. Brandon is racist, but some black people don't mind. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> he's not a cowboy, yeah. and they aren't gangbanger crackheads. Crackheads. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Awesome. I know, 210. Yeah. What, yeah. A, what a treat it is to visit your zip code. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. I got to go fix my laser phaser. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, oh man, hour and a half already. All oh, right. Oh my god. Oh my well, god. We still gotta make two dads fight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's what get right got? into it. Band, yeah. take us away. Who do we got this week? We've got uh, we you, Greg Evigan from My Two Dads. Yeah. Greg what? Evigan. Evigan? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep, E-V-I-G-A-N. I can't think of his name or the character. I'm pulling my stuff up right now. I yeah. think it's just Greg Evigan. <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool. That's probably it. Uh-uh. Versus. He is going up against uh, Dick Van Dyke. Cool. Rob Petrie is the character name. Okay, so where are we here? Um, these are not my notes. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter anyway. It's all madness. Okay, yeah. so Greg Evigan on My Two Dad, he was like an actor, right? That's what his yeah. character did? Yeah. And he was like the cool dad. Yeah. 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 And Paul mm-hmm. Reiser was sort of the uptight, responsible one. When, right, when right. you search for Greg Evigan on uh, Google, one of the they, it groups the photos, and one of the groups is just Speedo. And just all photos of him and Speedos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lucky day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he did. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Here's some photos. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll post For the listener, our, I get uh, the Facebook uh, for everyone. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, so then you got the old uh, who who okay, so Rob Petrie is who we will roll for first to see what kind of weapon he has. All right. Let's see what I got here. Rolled a five. That's the giant hammer. Sweet. All right. Giant hammer's back again. DVD. Okay. And then uh, Greg Evigan has uh, six. He's got the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Right, oh. There's some weapons in play. The shirt. All right. Now we we got photos up here. Dick Van Dyke's yeah. eating a levitating piece of food uh, yeah. from uh, one of the. Oh, episodes. and you went all topless on Greg. Evans. And all topless on Greg Evans. He's <laughs> uh, brushing his teeth and drinking wash jeans, drinking no some shirt. coffee. Yeah, uh, you got gray him from all kinds of angles. Too. Yeah. Oh well, we got to see what kind of specimen we're dealing with there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm. Dick Van Dyke scared of food. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Evigan. Greg Evigan scared of shirts. Scared of shirts. <laughs> but and not of acid wash too, jeans. Though. And he's me got too. a he's got a chainsaw. Yeah. And does, does it, it work? work? Oh. oh yeah, let's find out. Let's roll to see one if this chainsaw three, will roll. Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah, one through three is no. No, and then higher yes. Let's just say it yeah. Okay. Yeah, it All right. Work. Yeah, it's gonna work. It works. It's gonna work the yeah. once. So oh, they are 
tossed into Thunderdome. The yeah. uh, the lid is shut. Yeah. And uh, they're about to go at it. He's got a chainsaw. It does work when he revs it up. And what does Dick Van Dyke have? Dick Van Dyke's got a big hammer. hammer. Yeah. Big it, hammer. These are similar backgrounds because uh, Rob Petrie's character, he's a television writer. Yeah. Greg Evigan's character. Do we know his name? Nope. Uh, Greg Evigan. Greg Evigan. Tech War. I, uh, <laughs> his name is Tech War. <laughs> Uh, he's a wannabe actor, and yeah. uh, there you go. So, all right, they're both um, uh, young men. Uh, 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 yeah, a they're probably in. Greg the... Evigan plays Joey Harris. Joey, Joey Harris in their early thirties. Yeah, 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 maybe similar yeah. size. He is a struggling artist. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for... oh wait, now that I think about it, I think he was a visual artist. I oh, feel yeah? like he, I feel like he painted. Okay, yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch any. But uh, I might be I thinking of that. Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, painting murals of his own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's some <laughs> sort of a... Three Men and a Baby, the movie or the bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Greg Evigan, he's a visual artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a chainsaw, so maybe he's used to using this kind of thing, you know, to like chop sure. up some ice some or crazy installation going doing on. some sort of uh, uh, yeah shirtless uh, art creation. Yeah. A lot of shirtless art. Lots yeah. of that going on. Maybe he yeah. And, and DVD's a bit of a uh, Big Dick. yeah. He's a bit of a like uh, pratfall guy. Yeah, like he was always falling. Uh, yeah, he's I always feel falling like, over. And I feel like I see the hammer coming into play in terms of. Uh, defending against the chainsaw on on the yeah uh, yeah. yeah on yeah, the metal I, the metal edge yeah I can get behind that yeah okay but do you how, how do you think this uh, starts yeah who attacks first I think uh, um, I think Evigan's gonna take off his shirt and just get into it yeah you think so because yeah. he is a sensitive I artist I think he's gonna look at Dick Van Dyke and see him as a uh, possible art medium oh oh like, you think so you think he's gonna want to make some art yeah, out yeah, of him yeah. yeah. He sees uh, Dick Van Dyke as his canvas, right. and uh, oh. he's got a chainsaw. He's going to chop him up a bit. Yeah. Things, uh, now things are... went dark quick again. Really? Uh, that's that's all right. That's fine. Um, and Rob Petrie's got the big hammer. Yeah. Now, I feel so... like he's going to, like the, all the physical comedy and the pratfalls and stuff like that, where I feel like because he is a good-natured uh, yeah. at heart, I feel like his clumsiness, he's going to like accidentally bumble his way through surviving some of these first attacks yeah know? yeah i think the chainsaw mm. the initial chainsaw attack um is gonna be i think he i think evigan's just gonna come straight on with it what, yeah. what about this so he evigan's come straight on with it yeah uh but dick van dyke is turned around and has found a little piece of thunderdome <laughs> that's broken and he's like i should fix this so he's hammering and <laughs> he, he's hammering and bringing the uh, hammer dangerous over here i tell you doing what some wacky business yeah and so he's hammering and he's bringing it over his head and hammering he's like someone's got to fix this thunderdome <laughs> and then he and he brings it, it back, back above his head at the exact moment that uh oh, greg Evigan dan gorman i love you would <laughs> have brought it down upon his head and yep. at that point the metal hammer unbeknownst to dick van dyke Hits the uh, chain, repels sends, the chainsaw, sends the chainsaw flying, and yeah. turns off. At which point he yeah. go, turns around and goes like, "Well, what? what? Yeah, he pulls <laughs> the hammer down, and sees the chain- chainsaw stuck, and he's like, "Well, how did I get this?" Yeah. <laughs> and Greg Evigan is like ready to attack from behind, but then that's when Rob Petrie stands up, yeah, to be like, "Where did this mess come from?" And headbutts the other guy in the face. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. yeah. Breaking, okay. uh, breaking, uh, Greg Evigan, uh, Joey Harris's nose. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sending blood pouring all over all into over his place. thick matted chest. Right. Yes. <laughs> and onto the floor, which he starts to go. 
starts to yeah, slip which, backwards. Which Dick Van Dyke immediately starts slipping in. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, so they both fall down because they both just slipped on the blood. Yeah, they? yeah. But DVD is, he's slipped in the blood, but he's essentially okay still. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, but, uh, I mean, Evigan's Evans, got a broken nose. Broken nose. Yeah, yeah, he man. hit his head on the way down, maybe. That's yeah. Right. Yep. So nobody's really fought anybody yet, no. but one of them is bleeding out of the nose. So Dick Van Dyke sees now that he's on the ground, and I feel like we should well, run. He doesn't even know he's in a fight anymore. No, no, so I think should... he's hapless he's... enough to stand up. Yeah. I think he stands up and realizes he's in a fight. I think yeah. he goes and over he thinks, to help him. I think he, I think he, I think he thinks he won. He's like, well, I guess I won. Or maybe yeah. he thinks that they're both in a fight, but not against each other. Yeah. Oh, so he goes over to be all like, "Did Are you, you know right? we're in a fight yeah. right now?" He tries yeah. to help him up, but yeah. when he helps him up, he bangs his head off of one of those spikes yeah. that sticks off of the wall. And Thunderdome. Yeah. Gives him a little clanger, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So the spike doesn't go through his head. He no, just no, hits it. Just yeah. hits his head on it. Yeah. Okay. And then Dick Van Dyke picks him up. Dick Van Dyke it. is standing there, and Greg Evigan, uh, he's got the little birds flying around his head. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't know where he's at, and so he. In his final sort of his, the last energy Greg Evigan has is he's, he kind of starts to stumble charge towards Dick Van Dyke, who's kind of walking away now, not facing him. And at the last second, sort of like t- takes a step aside or something. And Greg, Greg Evigan sort of like runs into a spike, runs or right into the spike, runs face first yeah. into the spike. Like I think I think Dick Van Dyke is going to win, sort of not even knowing. Like no. he 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 will not have known he was in a fight at <laughs> yeah. all. When's this fight supposed to start? Yeah. <laughs> and who's fighting? Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have a very loose interpretation of what Dick Van Dyke I does. They already, I think it could be said. They already got this Greg guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll take and it. And he's sort of impaled going like... Oh, oh, yeah. oh. And Paul Reiser is outside Thunderdome sobbing yeah. <laughs> for his lost husband. <laughs> if I understand that joke, which I think I do. I think I have a firm grasp of it. <laughs> Oh, good Great. lord! Great, Dick Van Dyke. I, I see. Uh, I see a bright future for you in this ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty I good. really, I really want him to just like Take bumble it. his way through the yeah. whole thing. Awesome. Well, until that gets old, I assume <laughs> that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, let me see what we've got going on next week. Let me see here. Hold on. <clears throat> I have. Oh, okay. So we've got Alan Matthews. Who I definitely need to watch a little bit of this because I've not watched this show. Uh, but Alan Matthews is the dad from Boy Meets World. Oh, sweet. Oh, I've never seen that show. I've yeah. seen a shitload of Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a generational thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he is going up against one of the most beloved. Ooh. It's Cliff Huxville. Oh, oh no. Yeah, awesome. Oh, what if Cliff dies? I know. It's terrifying. But, he, you know, he had to get in the fight. What if he point. gives birth to a submarine sandwich <laughs> and some orange pop again? Like that weird dream so episode. There you go. Boy Meets World meets Mr. Huxtable. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Boy Meets World meets Huxtable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Boy meets Huxtable. Ah. Ah. Huxtable ah. meets boy. <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> Things are dark enough already. Get me the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sleep now for several days. <laughs> yeah. If you would like some more, see you next Wednesday. Please go to facebook.com slash synwpc and please follow us on Twitter at synwpc as well. And you can go to Modern Superior and you can find lots of stuff, uh, some music content. We got lots of other podcasts, written mm-hmm. words, uh, <laughs> some movie reviews. Um, yeah, and we also got the new show, The Do-Over, which you can hear the first two episodes as of yeah. today. 
Uh, we're all going to be on some upcoming episodes over that. You can go check out a uh, – there's going to be a new episode of Faculty of Horror soon, so check that one out. I yeah. think actually – no, they just put one up about Phantasm and Phantasm 2, right. which is awesome. Yeah. It's actually yeah. a great time because I just started rewatching the Phantasm movie yeah. because there's a new one coming out. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Right. There, there's a trailer for that new one too. Yeah. Looks um, all right. <laughs> looks interesting. I don't think Coscarelli directed it. I think he did. Else. He, he didn't. Did. No. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did. He did. Oh, did? Yeah, okay. He wrote, he wrote and directed it. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and you can find Time Bandage, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas, Two yeah. Turntables and a Bottle of Wine, and Drink Along All on there as well. That's and right. also, uh, this week I've got all the sound bugs uh, uh, fixed, so uh, the, the first episode of Simply the Best should be out sometime this week. Beautiful. Cool. I'm yes. going to make you an image for that. Awesome. <laughs> no, I said it on a podcast, so now i got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is Wednesday that this Before when you said it, you were lying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is Wednesday, so if you're hearing this and like, what am I going to do to ruin my Thursday? Uh, you can come down to Rancho yeah. Relaxo and see at least me and Casey, maybe even Dan, with uh, records it's and, possible. and yeah. Nintendo games going on. So. Yeah, just come and look at it. It's yeah, free, right? Look. Don't you fucking talk to me. Yeah. Do not, Don't do you not talk. fucking talk to me. <laughs> Don't look us in the eye. I swear to God. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will we'll, the internet. We, <laughs> <laughs> we'll post that Post that. We'll post that event for wreckage on, uh, on the Facebook Yeah. for those of you in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. And there's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. Yeah, fuck, Gene. <laughs> <laughs>